Yes, it is the Step Mates Podcast. Back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Pitt, and Lockie Bloody Wilson. Big fake round of applause. It's nice. a Step Mates Podcast. That was nice, man. That you left a little bit of gap. You like that? I'm playing with pauses. That's I what Hit- play with some pauses. That's what Hitler did. Yeah, see, that's what I'm trying to be. That yeah, was high energy Hitler. I know. And we we're pretty flat right, in moments before this because we just heard that it's a code brown here in Victoria <laughs> for the health system. And we all went, oh my God, the health system needs to take a shit. And we we're all a bit flat about that. And it was like, it was kind of, we're all sitting around going, all right, all right, we might as well start. We might as well start. So I thought, fuck it, let's go zero to 60 as fast as we possibly can. Did you read about what a code brown actually is? No, I don't know. Just, I saw the headline. Yeah, just and saw the headline. Taking a shit. Great. Yeah. I, I've had a code brown. I've been code brown for the last three days. Why, so, don't, why don't they rename it? Because it's like obviously going to make your front page news. Call it something else. But that's it. funny. Well, that's what we're talking about it. That's is it, good marketing. Is Maybe. it because like the shits hit the fan? Like it literally is a Maybe reference to shit. Hospitals have shat themselves. Wouldn't surprise me. Medical professionals are not afraid of shit, piss, urine, blood. They, they all wear white. A code they, brown would in, be yeah, very code serious. Brown would be devastating. Yeah. In uh, so my like a couple of members of my family work in a hospital, and I, I was very surprised. They by covered like, in shit because well, they have different codes for everything, right? So I, I'd, I'd always assume like because Dad uh, works in security, so he was like. You'd assume code red's the bad one, but code black—that's the bad one. Yeah, that—that's that. Code black sounds badass, though, doesn't it? It does. It sounds worse than code red. Code black, but that, code red uh, sort of sounds a little gimpy as that, well. Like it sounds a little bit like pulls out the Uzi, and he's like, "Code yeah. black, motherfuckers." What? What are the levels? Here? <laughs> like, what are we there are about? levels. There is like, like saying code black being the worst is. Well, that's I think it's, I think it's violent. Like that's violence. Like is that right? That's kind of racist. No. Yeah. Is that? Are you saying your dad's racist? Maybe. Seb's dad's racist. But uh, I, I tell you what, kind of racist in my opinion. They're like code white is the good code. Oh, code white's great. Nothing's going on here. Think, Everything's civilized. I could be wrong, but I think uh, code purple was a bomb threat. Code purple. Yeah. Which is there anything in that? Do you, re- like, do you reckon that the flamboyant color? Would you reckon that all the bad guys are? It seems inoffensive because it's like just purple. Like, yeah. Like if and if anyone else heard it, they'd be yeah, like, oh, like whatever. Prince isn't gonna drop a bomb off, but like it's on the DL. Don't panic, but it's a code purple. It's a code purple. It's, code, it's gonna be a big fabulous explosion. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, code brown. So code brown means I think basically that anyone that's on like uh, leave has to come back. Your leave just gets cancelled. You got to come back to work. That's yeah, all it means. Good. All right, cool. Well, that's that, that's that's um that's relieved some of my anxiety. Do we have a I'm code glad brown coming back to work? Do we have an equivalent for stepmates? Yeah. Oh, probably. It's every day. Every day is code brown. <laughs> don't go on leave ever. Drop what you do. It's always. Are you working, Lucky? Always. You working right now? <laughs> it's it's always like seven. A code it's Sunday brown. at three o'clock in the morning. Mate, that's yeah. not a bad name for a studio, to be honest. Is Code Brown's Productions or something? Code Brown. Does sound like taking a shit though. Every day is an like emergency. Because I once had an idea, oh, like a dream, that my uh, my production studio was going to be called Turtlehead Productions. Uh, I always wanted Turtlehead Productions, and I always I always liked that it was a reference to shit. But maybe Code Brown is a little bit more relevant, a bit more hip, a bit more, a bit less on the nose than Turtlehead. No, it's more on the nose. Code <laughs> Brown <laughs> sounds like a shit. And code Black, Code Black. You can't get away with calling yourself Code Black. That's no, yeah. code not in 2022. Green. Goodness gracious. No. How's your week, fellas? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Kicking you quit along. pot. I quit pot. I, I, uh, Did it stick? Um, yeah, it, no, so I ended up having a, having a bit of a smoke over the weekend um, because uh, I, I proposed to me missus you on did? the weekend. What? 
Yeah, you so it's like in the clarity of not smoking weed, I ended up proposing to your missus. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I brought up get this man smoking pot over you. No, 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 get get this man back missus. on the pot. To be honest, I may have gained uh, a fiance or whatever you'd call it, but I definitely was feeling the loss of the weed. To be honest, over the weekend. So, um, <laughs> and to be honest, it was congratulations, mate. Let's just hold. That's really exciting. Thanks, mate. I did get back on the weed. I did stop for a couple of days, but I did get back on the weed. But I appreciate the round of applause. Um, no, nah, so I, I was like, part of the reason I didn't talk about this either uh, on the day because my missus has been here in the house the whole time. Otherwise, I would have talked about it on the podcast. Um, that would have been great content. You know, the lead up, the how you're we, feeling. Did you, All I did wanted you to think, do. Did you? Because like she's not always here. Were you tempted to be like, the listeners keep this a secret, but this weekend? Or did I you, tried honestly. I was. It was something that I wanted to talk about with the listeners, but because she's she's been around for like the last couple of weeks. Which is like, if I did it any longer than two weeks ago, it would have felt like, all right, mate, we get it. You're about to pop the question. Yeah. Fucking settle down. Um, There's probably too big a risk of her finding out as well with more oh, than So weeks. many fucking... And, and to be honest, it's been months and months and months of like thinking about it and working out what the fuck you're going to do uh, and organizing, getting the jewel, all that sort of shit. It is a fuck around. If it fell over on the last little bit, I would have been <laughs> fucked. She would have died. She would have been strangled. Like it would have been done. Um, can I, I just can I just bring up an extra juicy little uh, detail for listeners tell. that have been uh, that have been tuning in? Um, Squeeze that juice, Seb. Remember, it was maybe four or five weeks ago where Mark had his big night at the strippers and spent all the money. I do remember that. Where was the money? What was the money saved for, Mark? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, so the two grand that I lost on uh, on tits and ass uh, were was supposed to be the engagement ring money. <laughs> Which is honestly why I felt so much worse. But you couldn't say anything. You I couldn't, couldn't say, say a thing. I couldn't say it. She was just like, wait, where's this money coming where's from? Where's this and I was mystery like, oh, money? I just had money squirreled away. Um, and I, yeah, I ended up spending the two grand. I've since had to pay that back because uh, by that stage, I actually knew which uh, which thing I was going to get for so it. So you got you didn't you so didn't cheap out though. You didn't like oh I'll just get the cheaper one. Oh, I, I don't have the two grand. Can I get the smaller size? <laughs> um, no, I didn't do that. But yeah, so I, I've been Diamonds, wanting to talk about it. What for about a rhinestones? Long time. Yeah, exactly. Um, how about just rocks out of the ground? <laughs> um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about it, but the last couple of uh, the last say four podcasts that we've done, the missus has been here, so I can't be talking about it. Then, but it actually was one of the one of the reasons why I uh, wanted to quit pot. And to be honest, it was like normally about day three of quitting weed, you start to see colours again. You know, things just seem a little brighter. Uh, you're a little bit happier. You certainly got more clarity. You're certainly more present. You you're more up and about. And uh, so I quit on the. I think it was the Monday night. I had my last on oh, the Tuesday night. So then I had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I popped the question. Yeah, um, nice. So it was literally, I couldn't have waited another day. Did you just want to make sure you were in a sober state of mind? Yeah. Because yeah. to, be, to be fair, it's like when you're smoking a heap of weed, right? When you go out somewhere, all you do want to do is just go back home and smoke up again. So I didn't really want that to be the tone of the night that I knew I was going to propose. Sure. So, like, so like we're here at dinner. And if it go, if anything, small thing goes wrong, that's it. That'll be me over the edge and going like, fuck it. I'll start an argument with the waiter or the waitress <laughs> just so that I can legitimize or justify me going home and smoking some pot. So, um, you got it done. It let's, worked. Let's start from the beginning. Where, when did you know? When did you make the decision? So it was uh, after I'd, I'd, I'd done a bunch of ads and stuff. Remember I did the Seven Eleven ads and all that sort of stuff. And I, I ended up investing a bunch of money uh, into a joint savings account that I've got with Mon. Yeah. Um, her grandma died and there was a bunch of money in that account, but it's in Mon's name. So I have no legal uh, entitlement to it. Yeah. Even though we've got joint bank accounts across the board. Well, not anymore, baby. So that's So that was firstly, I wanted some of that money. 
right? That's half of my cash. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's That's why you wouldn't sign a prenup when we were talking about exactly, it the other day. Right? Yeah. So it's quite yeah, a serious yeah, amount yeah. of money. I'd also invested probably another 15% of my own money in there on the back of some of those ads. So now I've co-contributed to that joint bank account. So I wanted to make sure that I was protected, first and foremost. But I also didn't tell her how much money I had in that account. So I had some money squirreled away that she doesn't know about. Because when you've got joint accounts with your missus, it's impossible to hide anything. How do you go to the strippers? You can't, right? So you've got to have a secret bank account that you're... That you slowly, you know, so it's not really. So it's like ninety percent joint accounts, but ten percent. It's got to so come through got, a filter. First. You've got to have one account where she can't see it. Otherwise, there's no fucking. There's no point. It's very conniving. Like, so, uh, exactly, the whole thing's deception. I, no, I think you need that though. You need you need a an entry account that you can because otherwise, how are you going to surprise her? Exactly. Or do devious things, you know. So <laughs> either I had, way, um, it's true. So I had I had a good good chunk of money in there. You know, it was um it was it was enough that I knew that I was going to be able to get a ring. And I was like, because uh, I knew that I wanted to do it at some point. Um, and it, you have to kind of like, no, but not yet. You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. And then you realize it's like, when when are you going to be ready? Like, I feel like it's just one of those things that you'll never feel. If you keep telling yourself that, you'll never actually feel ready to do it. There has to be a point where you've you got to do it. And you've got to do it as a surprise. You don't want to be that guy that it proposes way too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I thought. Then you don't want to be the guy that does it too early either. Like you. Yeah, there was like a couple of months. It's a sweet spot. Will you marry me? Um, But how long have you been dating Mm. for? Just for the listeners. I think six years. Yeah, we're coming up. We're coming up to even six, maybe seven coming up. Do you reckon that's a sweet spot? I reckon that's about right. If you haven't killed him in five years, you probably should marry him. Um, yeah, pro- and like Mon and I have lived together for basically that entire six years, seven years now. Yeah, like we've we've been pretty much next to each other. So if it was uh, if there were a breakup was coming, it was probably going to happen a long time ago. So I knew, I knew, and like not to get too sappy, but you know, she's she's definitely the love of my life, and I knew that I wanted. to spend So I, you know, and I'm not saying that because she's she's just upstairs and probably listening. Um, <laughs> She certainly doesn't listen to the podcast, so that's not for her. But I, so I knew I was going to do it. I had the money there. So then you just start looking, right? You yeah. start like going on Instagram, you start looking it up online. Um, Were you getting targeted with around. ads? Constantly. Yeah. So like that was... Um, oh, yeah, you'd fucking get... Because yeah, blasted. she looks over your shoulder and there's like, you know, suggested ads, a ring. Yeah, exactly. So remember the other week when I was talking about um, how the missus had the Instagram in her hand and she mm. saw the Delta Goodrum picture? That was the least worst case scenario. Or yeah, That right. was the best case scenario is that she saw a pair of tits or I was on some fucking kids page, you know, looking <laughs> at teens in b- bikinis. That would have been better than her scrolling through and seeing, oh, Alexis Russell. Yeah, an ad for ring. Yeah. yeah, and like it's... It, you That's get over. Targeted. Yeah. It's targeted. It's just constant targeting. So I was really concerned that she was going to see one of those ads and once she sees that, she knows the jig is up. I can imagine too that it's a huge industry because you get one person buying a ring they're going to spend five ten thousand dollars like it's like so they're going to pump money into advertising those things hundred percent terrifying and then you start getting because they know you're looking at rings they start there's these people that like arrange proposals for you so they'll get like little fireworks and uh will you marry me neons oh, and man. picnics set up oh, at the well. fucking beach for oh it's only seven hundred and seventy dollars the starting pack you know and we'll pick it up and take it away you start getting all this shit which actually then just starts feeding your own insecurity about like what you have planned because you're seeing all of these ads. It's of not like, going to live up. Exactly. It's like now I've got to get a skywriter. I've got to get a fucking blimp. I've got to have a picnic. I've got to go. I've got to do it internationally, yeah, which is yeah. impossible now. I've, got to, now. I've got to take it to an island. I've got to do this. I've got to have the boat fall down. I've got to pretend to have a heart attack, and then you know inside my body is the ring. Like you've got to do all of this extra shit. It fucking kills you. So you just start getting all insecure. But 
Um, yeah, so I started looking around for rings, started to work out what I sort of liked and what I sort of uh, was 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 attractive to me. And then I'd go and, and then you have to go and meet jewelers essentially because I didn't want to go to like you know Michael Hill or Proud's. Um, mm-hmm. As much as you know, I appreciate the the wonderful support that Proud's do give this <laughs> podcast, and make sure you pop down there because they're having a, a wonderful start of year sale that's going all the way till June. Um, make sure you, but yeah, fucking, I I didn't want to go to like some bullshit jeweler. Yeah. And then I also kind of didn't want to buy uh, an actual built, already finished ring. Like, because um, I found this one jeweler who would make like bespoke designs, like designs specifically for you. And I was like, okay, so maybe I'll design the ring. Yeah. There's not a fucking chance. It's a lot of pressure, isn't it? That's a lot. I was only like going to ask you, Lucky. I was like, can you reckon you could knock me up a couple of designs for an engagement ring or oh, what? Can you imagine though? Isn't it just a circle? Imagine, yeah, I think so, right? Imagine how bad it would be if I had to design your engagement It would be fucked, right? So I couldn't, couldn't commission <laughs> you to that, do that. And then that's on me. So I, I, met with, um, I met with a bunch of jewels, right? So there's, there's these things called salt and pepper diamonds. And in photos, they look fucking sick. You see them on the... I got uh, targeted by a bunch of ads. Uh-huh. They're these salt and pepper. They, they, they're like a clear clear diamond, a white diamond, but inside they've got these little specks of black and they look fucking cool in pictures. Um, and I met one of those jewelers and you see it in real life and it just kind of doesn't have the same sparkle, right? Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks a bit just old and shitty. And I was kind of disappointed by that. And then I went to another meeting with another jeweler and uh, she was bringing out all these different jewels. And I was like, yeah, because I've been seeing pictures of these salt and pepper diamonds and I really like them. She was like, oh, no, salt and pepper, that's a fucking, that's a scam. Um, salt and pepper diamonds, they're just really impure diamonds. That's yeah, just right. impurities going through the fucking right. diamond, right? So she was like, you, like, I can show you how much I pay for salt and pepper diamonds. It's fuck all. Yeah, right. And they're like just trying to get them out the door. Like 10 grand for a ring that's a salt and pepper diamond in it. That's Jesus. great marketing. And it's great marketing. brilliant marketing, but it they is. photograph really well. So the chicks would look at it and go, I want that one. Um, but this chick was really good that I ended up um, catching up with and, and she brought out this really cool diamond that um, it's from Africa and I believe it's been certified as 13, maybe 14-year-old kids. If it's not a blood diamond, then it, uh, what is it? Do you even love her? Yeah. That, was, that was the level that I needed. I, I, I also hope you haven't ruined anyone like that's bought a salt and pepper diamond. And they're like, wait, well, no, I'll give sh- it to the missus. No, they fucked up. <laughs> you sure. blew it. They're gonna, they're, you blew it. They just got to wear it. They, they fucked up. They photograph really well. If that's what you care about, if, yeah. you, if you care about the Instagram Yeah, with post, Photoshop. Go for it. Yeah, with a bit of Lightroom on, you know. But um, So yeah, I ended up buying this. So what I ended up doing was uh, getting a, a diamond. It's a champagne diamond, which, by the way, is also an impure diamond. It sounds um, fancy, though. It sounds fancy. She also explained it. She was like, what you're buying is a champagne diamond. You could also call it a brown diamond. A yeah, code right. brown diamond. And I was like, well, that just sounds like it's shitting itself. Um, so she was like, but we call it a champagne diamond because it sounds a bit nice. Same as a salt and pepper diamond. It's just a dirty diamond. Yeah, dirty diamond. Um, <laughs> so that's how she explained. Anyway, I really liked her. Um, I liked the cut of her jib. I liked how she was kind of straight up and down. And what I ended up doing was just getting a, uh, a box uh, with, the, with the diamond in it, so no ring, and then just gave her the diamond and, uh, and said, and you get to design the cunt. So well, that's the gesture. Like, I mean, it's like, I know people like obsess about putting it on the finger, but it's like, it's opening the box. It's the it's opening of the gem. box. And even then I didn't get down on one knee or do anything like that. Was like it, it where was did you, so, cause I know you were going out for dinner and, yeah. then, and then you were going for drinks. Where did, and you were sort of like umming and ahhing about when you were going to do it. What did you end up choosing? So even take a step back again. So I picked the, I actually picked up the gem 
that morning and then came to because you were a part of my ruse. Yeah, lucky. well, that, so that's when we were discussing it. When I you needed were to. I needed to leave the house to get the fucking more sneaking the, the around. Gym. So I had to pretend that I was catching up with Lockie for a coffee and having a, a general employee meeting, which I'd never do. She was like, asking questions that morning too, I remember. She was like, oh, where are you, where are you going? Yeah, so where are you going? I'm, so I'm just going to go off to see Lockie, have a grab a coffee. And she was like, oh, nice. And I was like, fuck you, nailed it. Acting. But she right? was asking. Acting. Deception. So then I race to the city. I go and meet this fucking broad. She gives me the fucking thing. I uh-huh. run. I've got to meet you. In the interim, I've got to call her dad. Did the right thing. Gave her dad a buzz. Oh, oh yeah. How was that? Um, it was good. He was on the golf course. So he Hilarious. was in a good. He was in. He was in a good place. But that could have gone one of two ways because he was <laughs> in the water. Yeah, he was in the sand, and he's kind of half deaf as well. This cunt. So I was like, I was a bit concerned. So I started off going like, "G'day, Pedro, how are you?" And he's like, "Yeah, oh, I'm fucking five over on a par four. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you want?" Um, yeah, so it was a bit like that. And then I was like, "Can you hear me, all right?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then he was telling me he was on the golf course. I'm like, "How are you hitting him?" And he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's another story. What do you need?" <laughs> what do you need? Yeah, what do you need? So I'm on the fucking. Now I've got the floor. So I I give him the spiel, and then I'm halfway through, and then I I, I, I realize I'm I'm actually a little nervous here. Like I've I've hit a I've hit a I've hit a, uh, a little 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 speed hump of nerves. A quiver in the voice. Yeah, and yeah. I just said I was like, geez, I'm a bit. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm a bit nervous actually. I'm, I'll keep going, but I'm I don't know why I'm just a bit nervous. And he was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, just so you know, I've got. Her mum on the phone now as well. You're on speakerphone just to increase the pressure. So he knew. He knew. <laughs> he knew. Yeah. Well, by that stage, it was very it was very clear what I was doing. Yeah. Right, right. And then, uh, so I had to do the big old pitch to those guys. We had a pretty uh, intense negotiation around the dowry yeah. as well. So that as, was, as you must. As you got it. You got to get the deal over the line. Um, and I'm in desperate. Well, this is all about money. So that's what it's all about. You did the right thing. Um, so we, we managed to get a deal done there. I picked you up, Lockie, then came home. And then we had a, basically a full day of work. We did the, the podcast. We had a big meeting with the boys. So it was good to keep my mind off it because uh, everyone talks about that day. You just can't think about anything else. Yeah, we were but pretty busy. It was I a was long pretty day. busy. So I was feeling pretty good. We were working um, like literally up until you were like, oh shit, I've got to get ready. Oh shit, I've got to yeah, put yeah. shoes up. Man, like, I was so fucking nervous because you had it in your top desk drawer. And then your missus came downstairs and was like looking for like fucking dog shit to take the dog for a walk. And I'm like, she, she's right there. She's so close here. to it. I don't know how you weren't panicking. Yeah, I don't know. Just, um, Just yeah. apathy. You, you, I took Seb, a page out of Lockie's book. You should have called the Code Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah Code Brown. Code Brown! Um, don't leave. look in that drawer. So yeah, then we just went out for dinner. It was a, it was a restaurant that um, it was like, it's our favourite one and her favourite one uh, uh-huh. here. So we went there. The meal was okay. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to propose there. I just wanted to keep it malleable. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Wait yeah. for the right time. Not, yeah. If you get yourself caught up into the perfect moment, I feel like you're going to fuck it up. Um, so I just wanted to improv it, just keep it loose. Um, so the, as it turns out, the meal was kind of a bit shitty. Uh, wasn't oh, as no. good as we remember. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, we're off to a shit start here. It was very hot. No air conditioning in there. So I'm, everyone's getting a bit sweaty. And then we popped off to um, the Everly. Shout out to the Everly for where we had our um, Christmas bar. party. And it was pretty much dead quiet in there. Yeah. And we basically had it all to ourselves in the like in this main room. We sat down. You didn't get drunk and start yelling at her, did you? No. Because that's what you do. That's what you do at the Everly. It was close. <laughs> I was one cocktail and I went, geez, I've got to settle down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put your head through the drywall. What am I doing? <laughs> um, um, and the whole time you've got the fucking box in your pocket. So you're worried about this like fucking square shaped like. Oh, could you see it? Yeah, of course you can yeah. see it. Like it, it's fucked. So you had to sort of, I had to push it like in my pocket, which was lucky that it was like sort of closer to my dick. 
which no one's looking at. So I'm like squeezing, and you can see this little square thing there. Square bulge. Um, this square bulge. And every time you move or go anywhere, getting out of the Uber and whatever, you're like, fuck, it's going to fall out and it's, everything's going to be ruined. I'd be shitting myself. Yeah. Dude, and it's, it's, it's expensive as well. It, like if, well. if you lose it, that's it. That's yeah. done. Like it's, it, I, I, last time I had something expensive in my pocket, I did drop it in front of the ATM. And uh, the junkies <laughs> nearby picked up this bag of Coke and <laughs> ran away with it. So I was like, that was a $350 bag of Coke. I've got a much more expensive diamond. I don't know if we've pocket. told that story. I don't think we have either, but um, we will come we'll back to it. We'll come back to it. It's a ripper story. And then... Um, Allegedly. We're just chatting. I'm actually feeling... I'm pretty relaxed at this point, by the way, because I'm telling myself, like, don't think ahead. You'll get to it when it when it comes up. And then I just turned around and went like... Uh, so it's like we're sort of lull, we're having a bit of a chat about, you know, reminiscing a little bit, talking about the future as you normally do. And then I just was like, hey, I've, I've, I've actually got a bit of a confession. Um, I've been seeing a chick. Confessions. Um, <laughs> confessions. Uh, I've been seeing a chick for the last couple of months. Um, <laughs> Is that how you did? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking psychopath. And she was like, she went, oh, right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's a jeweler. Is that really how, how I did? did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and she's... Um, Way to make it into like a bit. And she yeah, turns yeah. around and she goes, you're not going to break my heart, are you? Oh, my God. And I was like, well, I hope not. I hope, oh. I hope we can work something out. Um, she's a jeweler, and uh, what she's done is she's found me this really nice diamond. And I gave the story of this diamond because uh-huh. there's a bit of a story to the diamond. Um, so I give this back story from Africa. Blah, and I went, blah. actually, I've got it here in my pocket. I pulled the box out, and I said, so it's 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 not a ring, but it is a diamond that I hope to be, you know, part of the eventual engagement ring that um, you know. And then just went on about uh, you know because I because I'd like to marry you. And then she was just like, oh, okay, cool, whatevs. Um, and I was like, cool, is that a yes? And she was like, yeah, cool, all right, done, deal. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sweet, well, transfer of ownership forms are being sent by your dad <laughs> once I get pictures of these goats and donkeys and yeah, shit, and then we're on yeah. our way. No, it was a very nice moment. And um, the staff didn't bother us at all, to be honest. Like, the, the Did guy, they see they saw me like handing a box around and we'll talk because then we spent like the next couple of hours just sort of like looking at it and playing with it. And if you don't like, get down to one knee, who's going to know? Like, exactly. Did yeah. they give like, you a free drink or something? Nothing. No. Nah. So the, the guy sat down at the end and went, um, he was like, how was everything, guys? And I was like, yeah, good, mate. Just say no. It's like, I actually I actually proposed tonight thinking that there might be a yeah. couple of glasses of champagne coming or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. Um, <laughs> sweet. And I was like, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Well, would you, would you be my best man? <laughs> It was really that, meant a lot. Was it the same thing. guy we had? He was a bit bigger. No, nah, like, it was okay. a different dude. He had yeah. a nose piercing. So. They have they have an attitude there, but then in a way, I kind of like it. Yeah. They tr- so they, they I'm treat you mean. Sure, he actually clean. heard. I think he just thought it was like oh, I was making like a sales proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like well, maybe everyone just goes in and be like, oh, we actually got engaged. Yeah, yeah. Like champagne. And then we uh, we called her parents on the way home uh, on on uh, uh, on the street and just fucking spoke to them for a little bit. And then we came home and Sebi had fucking set up some balloons. Little congratulations balloons. This is very up, funny. Up the stairs, but uh, he didn't know whether it had actually gone down. We, or not. we, my girlfriend was over, and we were like, "Oh, we got to do something," because we knew it was happening. And so we, we got this big like you know, they were like blow up congratulations that you like it, like sort of goes over the whole wall like little uh-huh. gold balloons. So we set it up, not really thinking about it, and then we had some dinner, and then we were just sitting there, and we we're like, "Oh, should we like, should we like go for a walk or something?" It's like I don't know if they're gonna actually do it. Like, and what would happen if Mark pushed it out? And they come home and there's a giant congratulations on the wall. <laughs> and so for like 45 minutes, we're sitting there debating what to do. We're like, 
Do we take it down? Do we just wait till they come back and does someone like get ready to cut it and run it upstairs? Well, like even worst case scenario is like like what if unbeknownst to all of us might have been planning this like escape and she she had a new boyfriend or something. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. know. I mean, like it's unlikely, but you don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be, this could have been the worst night of Mark's life. Yeah. Congratulations. That would have been all done. So I just get this little um <laughs> little text message from you on the walk home. With like a thumbs up question mark. I think that, that's all. Well, that right? was the other thing too. Cause I was like, cause she was just like, just text him, ask him if he did it. But it's like, what if she sees his phone? I don't want to impose on their night. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I had the same thoughts and I waited like a, a couple of days. And I think I, I texted you why slash N slash maybe. Oh, I yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't, I don't want to like. Yeah, you don't want to make it obvious. Yeah, just in so case. Are you engaged or what, mate? Did you ask the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ask Mon to get engaged? It's, it's true. And it's like, and then, uh, so that was beautiful. Like the balloons were fucking awesome. And then um, the next day, then you are confronted with the, how the fuck do you tell everyone? Um, and we decided not to. We just decided. That's fair. Are people going to find out listening to this? We have some friends I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Are you talking about like Jordan Michelides? Yeah, Jordan. No, what? he found out on Discord, the poor bastard. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He found out because I was talking to uh, one of the other blokes on there and was like, oh yeah, sorry guys, been away for a bit. I got engaged over the weekend and then yeah. he sends me a message going, congrats, question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, oh, Jordan, dear. if you're listening, sorry, mate. I, I, I should have added you to a list, but I didn't want to. I'm not social media. I don't well, do no. fucking Instagram at all. I don't do anything like that. I don't think you've ever, po- I don't think I've ever seen you post anything. And I'm also not one to be like, hey guys, good news I got this or yeah. I did this like I'm not gonna fucking I'm not yeah, gonna text it's a bit weird. you with my good news so it was like I'm just gonna wait to see people in no, person let people find out and then cause then if you see them in person too they might like buy you a drink or something like that exactly exactly smart, lucky smart see that is real smart it's never gonna happen over text um but yeah so it was um it was good now now obviously the, the main questions are like so when's the wedding um, immediately that happens immediately is when's the wedding when's the wedding what are you going to do for the wedding who's your celebrant what time is your wedding yeah like it just starts it gets more and more detail when is the wedding don't know who's your celebrant who's your celebrant what are you doing are we coming I'll tell you what I am looking forward to there's one thing of the whole thing and I don't even know if we'll actually do it or not but cake tasting that's oh, yeah. oh. all I hear about is how good the cake tasting bit is. Mate, do whatever you want. It's your wedding. I think it's my special day. If you want to go cake tasting, you go cake tasting. The reality you can do is that without being engaged, by the way. You can just go and lie. I know, but like you got to have a ring and you got to pretend. And it's oh, right. They're going to ask. I have the acting proficiency. Yeah. The old, <laughs> the old duck done know. Yeah, like right, we got to, right. we got to fucking, we got to, we got to give her some props. Um, because the, the other thing is, like, I'm probably just going to have four dollar Woolies cakes. As Man, my, that's amazing. I know. We, we've it, talked about it. It's it's, brilliant. it's the best cake. It's the best cake and it's going to be a little microwave, you know, 50, $50 <laughs> microwave. Caterer's tub of blue ribbon, mate. It's going to be honest. Fuck. It's going to be fire. But you guys don't want to have a traditional wedding, right? Like we're not, we're not talking nah. churches. No church. She's not wearing a wedding dress. Like she doesn't deserve to be in white, to be honest. Like there's no fucking white. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a purity symbol. Yeah. It? No, she refuses to wear white. And so she, I think, and she doesn't want to wear a dress either. So I think she's going to wear like a suit or pants or some sort of jumpsuit. Or no, something. that's yeah. fun. And everyone's just going to, like, we just want everyone to be able to come. Cause we saw at the last wedding, how much of a stress it was to dress formal and people are running around with suits and all that sort of stuff. And we could see how that actually starts going. Like you start getting like resentment that for yeah, the day. You have to go to a wedding because you've got to, you've got to dress a suit. If you want to wear a suit, wear a suit, but we want everyone just to like look nice, but not like smart casual. Yeah. Smart casual. Like if you're going to court, I might, that actually might want to be on the, in the invite. County court. Dress as if you're going to court. 
Like, yeah. that's all it is. Like, so we might see a County not fair. The misdemeanor wedding. Yeah, no jacket, just shirts with the rolled up sleeves and a shitty tie. Like, that's what that's what I'm after. The, the, so the, the footy nice. formal. Yeah. Exa- the footy formal. That's the thing. Footy formal. Um, but all I care about, boys, is getting back to the man cave and doing the Bucks party. That's honestly what was all through my mind was just like, how lit is this fucking Bucks party going to be? Mate, we can do better than the man cave. I just want to go back. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> fair, no, fair. If that's if that's what you want, so. it's my day. Um, no, I, I'm, I am. This, I'm telling you already. I'm calling it fucking early. It will be, it will be the. I'm going to put more effort into the Bucks party <laughs> than I will into the wedding yeah, proper. But you're not meant to organise the Bucks because no, I, I, I will be co-producing. You say yeah, from that from behind the scenes. No, you like, say that, but I, it, it's not allowed. Like you are meant to be surprised. Well, I'll be involved in brainstorming, and I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, I'll throw down. I'll throw down a list of ideas that I would be happy with. And we'll see. I'm mean, like, because I'm assuming Seb, you'll be organising it. Well, I don't know. That's of, oh. course, of course you will. Mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Because I've got access to all of your computer stuff, so I'll be able to see. <laughs> you'll be able to see and keep track. And the we'll, Google Calendar, and we'll, we'll probably have a little thread on Slack, and we'll I'll be able to track how it's all going and how things are looking. Um, but no, it'll be, it, it's going to be a an epic. Bucks party. So stay tuned for that. That's the only reason. I want to have that immediately. Um, but I am so, so fucking ready. But I, I wasn't the only one, by the way, to get engaged over the weekend, boys. Uh, turned out a lot Sam. of people got engaged over the weekend. Not no, me. Uh, not not me. Ah. Barnaby Joyce. Barnaby Joyce, Again. of course. Barnaby Joyce, yep, decided to get hitched with um, with his... <sighs> I don't, can't remember her name. Office bitch. The staffer that he staffer, cheated yep, on his yep, old wife yep. with. I remember. Um, Cole Sanderlands. So I'm in great really? company here, boys. Cole, the great minds think alike here. Cole Sanderlands did it. He did it in the classic. He bought a proposal pack. I can see that now. You know what you could do yeah, right. is you could get like a copy of the newspaper and Photoshop your name to where Kyle Sanderlands' name is. That's not bad. And a photo, so you because it'll be the same date. So you'll forever have like an article written about your proposal. Oh, well. Controversial media yeah, personality, exactly. Mark Nicholson. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. It'll be written like as if it's about some massive celebrity. And then we had, was it Ariana Grande and Megan Fox got engaged? Oh, I really? Was, I think that was the same day. And uh, like they obviously, the, the main, the picture was just of their rings, which are Sizable. Megan, Fa- Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly drank each other's blood. Exactly. Oh, that's, as, as oh, that's, like, that that's was cute, their engagement uh, a nice ceremony. Touch. It's Adorable. a nice touch. It's a nice touch. They're, they're so cute, those two. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was like, you know, great minds think alike, but um, yeah. We had another mate as well um, who doesn't listen to this podcast, so we can say it. But you texted him saying, hey, I got engaged. And he was like, yeah, so did I. Yeah, and he was doing the same thing I was doing, which was not telling people until they uh, till they met in person. Yeah. Um, so I kind of he was just like, "Oh, cool." So I was going to wait to tell you in person, but it just kind of feels silly now. Did, did yeah. you Did you tell your parents? Yeah, yeah. So gave me gave no, me. They have no idea. They better be listening. Had, they had zero idea that I was even going to do it. Right. So I, I didn't I didn't tell many people one because that was going to cause that. Because then you have to do it. A boat leaks from the top, so like you, you, you're gonna. If you, the more people you tell that are outside of it, the the, the more likely it's gonna get back to her or increase the the looks of like good luck, mate. Yeah. Looking around the room, every everything you do is gonna be like, oh, he's gonna do it now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Just keep it really under wraps. Make sure it's a massive surprise. You're not mm. doing it for anyone else. You're just doing it for you and her. And then, um, yeah, I just kept and so like they didn't know because otherwise they would have been fucking weird. Um, so yeah, I was I was I was pretty happy. It was it was 
I like that it was just I did it did it my way, which I'd uh, that would be the the main recommendation because you can easily get sucked in because uh, the whole time I was starting to get like really insecure about what I was doing and it wasn't enough. And yeah, yeah, I yeah. I needed to do this and I needed to have fireworks and a blimp and a fucking, you know. Nah, it's like, the, it's almost less is more, isn't it? Because w- once you start getting too caught up, like you get like a camel or something, it, it's it's too much. It takes away from the moment. Exactly. The special moment. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't want it, you don't want it to become a, a thing of one-upmanship either. Like you propose and then someone's like, well, I'm going to do that, but better. Yeah. I've heard of that happening in friendship circles before. And then everyone uh, just gets resentful and they're like, well, you saw what I did and you just like did it. But well, guess what, boys? I got engaged over the weekend. Here he is. And yeah. you went to a good restaurant. Yeah. You didn't fuck it up. The meal was perfect. Yeah. Went to a bustling bar. Was I, I got good. free drinks. I told the yeah. told the server. He Made was sure like, I let everyone know. Champagne all around. Told me parents. They sent me 10K. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, um, what's your running chick going to think when you pass her again? Have you seen her since? It's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna ruin my arm swing when I do actually have a ring on and I have to go running because I'm gonna have to lick my finger and take the ring off as I'm running. Yeah, it's yeah. Be, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be really, it's gonna ruin the form. Oh, I you'll reckon. get a ring eventually, won't you? Yeah, uh, it's gonna be weird, like wearing a ring all the time. Yeah, there was talk though of not doing rings and doing tattoos instead oh, of. Oh yeah, on, what would you get? Instead, I don't know, fuck off or something. I don't know, Stepmate <laughs> Studios. Romantic. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Stepmate, just on my finger. It's like, that's my wedding ring. <laughs> it's my commitment to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but now, uh, good to get it done, boys. Good to get it done. Yeah, so congratulations, all, all mate. Up, Congrats, all growing mate. up. Um, yeah, we'll see. We might lose some female listeners now who thought they had a chance. I know. We have a lot of them. You, you, did, you just har- halved the podcast audience. Yeah, that's true. Damn. Um, but yeah, gave it, gave it a fucking go. How was your weekend? You, you went all right? I didn't, didn't propose. Didn't? Nothing that exciting. I had a fight with my girlfriend, actually. Oh, nice. no. Yeah, About so. the fact that you haven't proposed yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think that... Setting a bad example for us all. Do you, well, do you think that now that Mark's done it, your girlfriend's going to be like, Seb, come on. Mark's done No, but even she was, Mark got it done. She did say, she was like, oh, I'm sad that all your friends are getting engaged. But I'm like, well, all my friends have been dating their partners for like six to ten years. Like, we've been dating for two years. Did you hear that, Mark? She actually said, sad. Well, I'm glad I could... <laughs> I'm glad I could, uh, you know, encourage sadness. Out of, out of <laughs> no, she was sad uh, for me. I, I, no, she was sad for you. She's usually sad for me. I'm a sad guy. So yeah, yeah. Why is she? Why is she sad? Oh, I think just because, like, I don't know. She's like, oh, all your friends are getting engaged. You've been left behind. But I'm like, look, all my friends are like three or four years older than me. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah, young yeah. guy. I got time. You are a pup. I'm a, I'm a little. I'm you a are calf. the pup. You are the pup in the yard. I'm a it's, calf. Yeah, you're a calf <laughs> around all these bulls. When are you proposing to your missus, mate? I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm my so my parents weren't married till I was like fucking sixty five years old or something. Sixty five years old. Sixty five years five five six years old, and I didn't even know until I was older. Like, but did you go to a wedding? Did they do like a quiet? No, no. Ceremony? They just they literally just went to like a registry. That's yeah. the way to do it. Like, so I've never had, and I think this has been a a, a slight sore point with previous relationships, but I've never had that like wedding drive like i'm like well i don't know will i even get married is it is it meaningless ultimately it is but in in past relationships i think there's been a point where girlfriends have thought i well this is the time and then it hasn't happened and then they've soured on me and you can you can always see like the dip yeah so i don't know maybe i should change change i heard i heard a good thing towards weddings like the reason for them and it's like it's not about you guys it's about the kids because it gives them security 
like and that's that's the idea behind it because like you can't just get up and leave like you've got yeah i, I think like the law literally is, that's why my parents did it because they were like oh well the kids we'll do it for the kids because yeah, they can it. say their parents are married yeah. i'm literally doing it for the bucks yeah well that's yeah that's <laughs> another reason no other fucking thing and it's so yeah doing it for the parents because to, to see the the level of reaction and like i've spoken about this on the podcast her parents are normally like emotionally bankrupt like completely zero like they they maybe go up a little bit if you're talking about maths and then they'll come back down to normal they're, they're very hard to uh-huh. they're really Excite. hard to move the needle right? not excitable they were really they were really excited they were really up and about my mum and dad were really up and about don't don't uh, get me wrong weddings are sick like they're so much fun it like i'm looking forward to not, not doing my own wedding because like you know back in the day when i was at uni i was um I was uh, the head of activities for the Law Student <laughs> Society, right? Yeah. So I had, a, I had a budget of close to like half a million dollars for the year to throw events. Are you serious? Yeah. So it was fucking wild. One of those events was a $250,000 law ball. So, you know, one event that was massive. Um, you still got like another 250k to play with for booze cruises, pub crawls, barbecues, Fuck weekly. Man, so, man I went shit. to all of them. It was fucking sick, dude. And I, 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 I fucking, I killed it. I had the, I had the, easily the best year of activities that law school has <laughs> ever fucking seen because not only did I have that five hundred thousand dollar budget, I was also taking money out the till, and uh, <laughs> we were having a great fucking time. And I was just, I was submitting budgets and going completely over. I ruined that society. <laughs> completely ruined that. St- they will never recover financially from what I did to them. But we had a great year of activities. I am looking forward to what I can bring to my own wedding. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We're not doing like the... Because you know what really pisses me off is the celebrant. I mean, that's the number one person that pisses me off at a wedding is the fucking celebrant. They're the most impersonal, that's for sure. They're the worst. It's like, Mark and Monica met at the Victorian School of Arts. It is. It's like, I've actually. I tell you what. I've actually it. preferred priests over celebrants. Yeah. I actually it. like the weddings that I've been to. The priests have been better. Yeah. Because they're. I don't know. Something more honest about it. Like they're. Yeah. At least they're saying in, in the eyes of God. Yeah. You know. Shit and light and it's larger. And it's you know. It's big. Yeah. It is like the most boring part of a wedding. It's the no, worst. No offense, but when you actually get married, like. Sure, it's beautiful. I like that it's not too long though. Like they're usually yeah. not that long. So we're not we're not we're just not even doing it, really. Yeah. We're not doing it in any other way. Because we're gonna be <coughs> going down to the registry and getting it done there officially. Yeah. So all it is is just literally it's it's literally a celebration of a contract being signed and a party. And then you're gonna have like a reception after it's, it's basically just gonna be a reception. Best way to do it. With a little bit of speeches. Yeah. And they're gonna be small and there's gonna be a sick band. I mean I'd be rather I'd rather put money into things like a good band and putting on a decent drinks and not doing like a sit-down meal because no one gives a fuck about that, but just having wicked food, just pumping out, heaps of piss. Yeah. A um, couple of bags, <laughs> you know. It's a white wedding. That's For what I'm saying. It's going to be a white wedding, I'm telling you, boys. <laughs> um, no, nah, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, there'll be, there'll be plenty of... Um, There'll be plenty of like marriage-related bunches of cunts soon, I'm sure. Yes, bunches of cunts. So I'm sure that's all coming. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but anyway, how how was yeah? How was your weekend? Did you get up to anything? Uh, I had the second weekend in a row of being home alone. My girlfriend was at a hens. So was she had a else. hens last week as well. She what was, was going on. She was at a wedding, and then she was at a hens, and then next week she's at a thirtieth. So it is the season. I'm she's gonna have circle of life. Three consecutive weekends of. Just me. Are you getting lonely? Are you right? I, you know what was weird? The second one was, I, I had a little like Zoom catch up with Cal uh, and we had some beers, but that was the 
probably the lonelier of the two. And because it's we're not in lockdown, but we're basically in fucking lockdown at the moment. Mm. Uh, there was nothing really to do. So I, I was, I don't know about lonely, but I was definitely getting bored. Um, so this next weekend, I need I like an activity. I need some kind of home activity to to get me over the line. Give you some work. Yeah. There's plenty of work to do. Yeah, maybe just maybe just pull some overtime, mate. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. I yeah, you could. Yeah, I'll mate, keep you busy. If you want suggestions, you're going to get them. Um, what else? Um, <laughs> what else can you do? You could do? do some unpaid work. You could do you could do overtime and get paid for it, or you could do some unpaid work. Yeah, I guess these are um, all ideas, aren't they? You could do some upskilling. Um, what else could we do? What else could we suggest for him, Sebi? Yeah. Um, learn how to do accountancy. <laughs> yeah. You could Accountants. learn... Uh, can, can you animate? Kind of. You can learn how to yeah, animate. You can learn Toon Boom. Um, you can learn Toon Boom back to front. <laughs> All sorts of stuff, man. All yeah, sorts man. of productive things. Oh, wow. You guys got it covered. You want to walk a dog? You want to... What else do you want to do? You want to drive me around? Clean some walls. <laughs> <laughs> how bored are you? Yeah. So, you know what? Actually, I might yeah, just, I might nah. just stick it over again. Yeah. I, I miss being bored. Like, I feel like I'm fucking, everything's too jam-packed at the moment. Yeah. But then I, you know what? As soon as I get bored, I'll be like, nah, this is shit. Fuck this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it is weird. And then, um, I don't know. Chicks just love to chicks just love to fill up the weekends as well. So you just want you, you crave being bored, and then you hate being bored when you get it. It's, it's that was it's that was around around. Partly the fight I had with my girlfriend on on Saturday night because she was going to a friend's place and invited me, and I was like, "Fuck!" I've just had such a busy week. I just want to sort of have a night off by myself. Yep. Um, and then sort of had the night off by myself, and then thought, and then we had a, and we had the fight, and then I was like, "Oh fuck!" I actually should have probably gone, not because we had the fight, but because it would have been fun in hindsight. The night that I had off by myself wasn't actually as fun or as good as it was in my head, which is always such a shame because it's like just that night on the couch, whatever you want, mm. no one, no one's going to bother you. You can do whatever you want. Like that's always so good. It's always like that's that's what I want. That's the that's the peak thing. And then you get it, and you're like, ah, it was better in my head. You feel like you're waste. I don't know. The, you're like you almost psych yourself up too much because you're like this needs to be really good like this is going to be yeah, great yeah, I'm get yeah. a pizza and I'm going to play Xbox and and then you're sort of doing it and then the pizza's like a bit cold or something and then yeah, the game's shit the game's shit frustrating like, you, you want to throw it through the fucking telly well, you're, yeah. d- you're just like oh, I'm, I'm not enjoying myself enough like yeah. I, ne- I need to be having more fun right now yeah 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 it's true it's kind of like New Year's have you also been able to like maybe distill down what it was that you actually wanted to do that night that it Maybe what is not something that you wanted to, you know, broadcast. Because I've had that before where it's like, I, I've i complained, I just want a night off, I just want to fucking have a night off and whatever. And it was really just to smoke weed and have a flog. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, and I yeah. worked it, I was like, oh shit. Because now that I've smoked weed and I've had a flog, I'm bored and I wish I had something to do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, fuck, maybe that's what this was all about. This is like years ago when I was having these sort of things where it was like, I was I would literally cause an argument just so that I didn't have to go. Yeah, yeah. Because we'd be in a shit foul mood anyway, and it was really just so that I could jerk off and smoke weed. Yeah. Sometimes you need to jerk off and smoke weed, though. That's all I'm saying. Is it like sometimes? And that was my later realization in life because that was when I had the full <laughs> breakdown. I was like, you got to stop jerking off and smoking weed. And then it was like later on, it was like, you know what? Sometimes you just need to jerk off. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's balance. Life's about balance. Yeah. Like, so yeah, you've got to, you know, you got to, you got to be able to, you got to have time for these things as well, mate. You're right. That's it. Um, speaking of which, let's uh, head into confessions. Ooh, we got confessions. It, we got it filled up this week, boys. Let's go. Yes. Oh. 
That's right. It's Stepmates Confessions. Hot, juicy confessions. Finally. Back after a little break. But the, we, we, we called out for people to write in confessions and they, the people answered. Huge. The people oh, no. wrote in. Fuck yes. Um, we've got what some. We got? We've got some great ones this week. Uh, how many? How many have we got? We've got four, but they're very. They're big. Each one's quite large. There's one smallish one. I actually had to do some work to tight, like shorten some of them. You had to um, tighten them up. I had to tighten them up, but um, we'll just start. We'll just start from the top. It's exciting. All right, let's do it. So, um, first one. I was at a party without my girlfriend. I got shitty drunk, and this girl kept following me around the party. When it came time for me to go to sleep, I actually tried sleeping on the balcony. She tried to lay next to me, so I got up and acted like I had to go to the bathroom. I went to the stairs and tried to fall asleep on the stairs, thinking she wouldn't try to sleep next to me. <laughs> she found me and well tried sleeping, and, and then tried sleeping next to me on the stairs. I then tried to find a secluded room where she wouldn't look. I found a bed in an unused room and tried to fall asleep there. She found me again. She laid on the bed and she started touching me and kept trying to make out with me. My will finally ran out and I started making out with her. Eventually fingered her, got a little bit of head, woke up the next morning feeling terrible. I never told my girlfriend and she never found out. This was two years ago. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's real. That's pretty That's good. That's a real fucking... Drunk bitches are a problem. <laughs> it's, it is, it's bad. It's bad. You know? They'll come for you. Have you ever had that? Have you ever, ever experienced like uh, an over-the-top like person coming on to you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh, every time, uh, I've only had it once. Uh, by the way. Pe- people though as well that you're not actually into into, into that's into. and that's 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 not good. Yeah, it's it's just interesting to see how it's it's and it's basically the same when men and women do it. It's exactly the same. Like a bloke would have come up to the stairs, laid up next to him, and done all the, like the whole like you know doing like doty eyes and all that sort of shit. Men D- are the same. Didn't you have a story, and maybe maybe this isn't the right time to tell it, but there was like someone in the old Ballarat house. There was a chick in the old Ballarat house who you weren't really that into. And maybe she lived there or maybe you went on a couple of dates with her. Uh, I remember you telling me this story like a couple of years ago and it was brilliant. I can't remember. It I was brilliant. This has probably happened to me a few times. Yeah. but You're a good looking rooster. Let's, let's no, well, as in, well, these people... Uh, People that maybe necessarily I wasn't like into. into. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try and remember this specific. I'll, I'll, right, I'll grill you afterwards because yeah. I reckon that's one we should tell next week. We had one when we we basically had the same chick do it to us at a. Uh, it was we were in Phillip Island doing uh, one of those catering. Oh uh, yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah. But they'd also given us accommodation at the at this like lodge, right? And it was awful. It was like a school camp sort of ground, and they uh, originally had it set up with boys and girls only because it was a lot of. Uh, Pakistani There was nuts man There was like Separate the boys and girls So our boss that ran it He like just ran like a small Three or four person cafe But every Once a year He'd get these massive contracts For The the, super bikes The super bikes GP And this was a huge Fucking event Like he needed to bring on Like 40 or 50 extra staff And basically he just hired A couple of extra chefs And it was just So fucking like Sloppily put together Like it was the worst Fucking weekend ever And we end up going down The first night We've never done it before This is our first night there And one of the old chefs Was warning us about it And he didn't actually go He was like I don't think he went that year He was like I'm never doing the super bikes And then we were like What are you talking about man It's just a job Can't be that bad And then we went there And we're like This is, this is fucking insane So yeah. you work to the bone All fucking day Like, six, like 14, 16 hour days oh, I literally heat. I think I counted it It was something ridiculous Like I lifted and carried and moved into room something like 300 slabs of beer 
um, throughout the course of the day. It was an, an extraordinary amount of fucking. It rain. was crazy. It's too like many slabs. Ripping them open and putting them in 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 the in the fridge as well. Like it was a it was a big fucking day. But then we go back and it's like a school camp. It's like a YMCA like place they've hired out because there's 50 staff and you're on Phillip Island, so we're going to fucking sleep everyone. So they've they've hired out this like school camp basically and they they try to split up the the, the guys and the chicks because of like the, what's going to happen like it's like everyone's going to get back after a massive 40 hour day and everyone just gets on the fucking piss yep and right. hard as well because it was a such a shit day yeah, everyone's right. just like and you've got two more days left to go but no one gives a shit because everyone's young and everyone's just fucking fed up so you're like and i was it. so tired yeah. so tired i think I, I think i may have taken weed to that one as well so i smoked a bit of weed everyone was wasted uh, and there was this one chick that, um, then like the Pakistani guys did not like it whatsoever because they were like, "What is a girl doing in the in the bedroom?" Like it was, it was it's totally. I don't know. If, was that Alan? No, no, no. It was one of the the the, the Pakistani guys. Yeah, uh, like um, I can't remember their a names. P- uh, I don't want to say a poo, but it's, yeah, it's it was, it was like a that. something. Kamal yeah. and all that sort of shit. Yeah, and they were just like, get her out of here. But she just was like so drunk, she just wanted to be in the boys' room. She ended up jumping in my bed for a bit. Who and, was um, that? I can't remember her name. <laughs> Just oh, anyway, one of them. Ellen. Ellen. Yeah, I think it was Ellen. Oh, sorry, Ellen. I thought you said Alan. Oh, right, right. right. It means know, very little. To yeah, me. no, it means anyway, very little. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so starts doing all this sort of shit. Um, I'm sort of just so tired. I couldn't lift a thing because I'd lifted like 300 slabs, so there was no way I was picking her up. And then uh, I think you ended up hooking up. With I ended up making up with her. That was gross. <laughs> yeah. So she just sort of went down the line. She was 10 years older than both of us, too. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's older. sweet. Yeah. So that, that was the... And, th- and that was your one true love. But that was kind of how it happened. It was, it was very similar. I felt very similar to that guy with the uh, with the stairs. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. It felt like it. she was. She was. She wanted. She wanted and She, the, well, she the was thing lying with, in the, the thing, bed. The thing with those nights is, it's almost like the more drunk and the more tired you get, the less resistance there is because you're just like, I just, I don't have the energy. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was such a horrible place to be. And I remember on the last night, actually, we we ended up some some guy had a beach house. And we went there and I have never felt more relaxed because we weren't in that fucking crazy environment. 100%. We could tell so many stories from um, there. But yeah, I, I remember I was like, there was this, when she was laying in the bed and whatever um, and she kept like grabbing my hands and trying to make them touch her in places and whatever. And I was just like, nah, fuck off, you old bitch. Like, But then she turned around and went like, oh, you're such a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Semo. And then Sammy's like, I'll deliver. I'll pick up the... Uh, I'll pick up the... Come here, sweetheart! <laughs> and just gave it to her. Oh, well God. done. We only made out. I want to say we only I made know, out. I know, I know, Anyway, let's, uh, let's continue. This next confession, <laughs> it's more of a question, but um, this guy, just listen to Mark's last uh, bunch of cunts about weed, and I don't think that anyone can function 100% normally on chronic weed. It's chronic weed. I just like using it all the time. Yeah. Uh, all of the symptoms he described sounded really familiar, However, I do think that you dream on weed, but you just can't remember the dreams due to the short-term memory loss. Smiley face. I don't know if you do. Do you? I, I don't smoke a lot of pot, but... I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I, I, all I know is my sleep is fucking dog shit when I'm, smoke, when I'm smoking. So even mm-hmm. though it puts me to sleep really quickly, it's not a quality sleep. So that's all I know. Maybe it's different um, for different you, people. You used to have really vivid dreams when yeah. you were quitting pot. Like, because uh, like, you just come back. And I assume that was your body... I know I'm not, not a fucking scientist, but what I thought was that that was your body catching up on the dreams or the REM sleep that you hadn't had, so you'd have all these really fucking vivid dreams. Yeah. Because you hadn't done it in a while, but... 
I don't know. I don't know I don't what know. it was, but yeah, I've been having, I've having a few pretty pretty fucking solid dreams um, leading up to that, which is uh, to be honest, it almost feels just as exhausting. Um, which mm. is very, very, very strange. Yeah, but. shit dreams are hard. I've been having a lot of nightmares lately. Yeah, right. And it, it just like, it, it just it's makes... funny, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, Why is that funny? Uh, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it could be. Next question. No, 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 no continue. continue. No, I, I was just going to say, like, it does, like, make you shit, you you. Sleep shit, like you just kind of can, yeah, it can make you wake up feeling awful about you, something. You feel sick, or you just wake up feeling like a bit shitty, and then you don't get back to sleep properly because you're in a bad mood or something. Can I ask? And you don't have to disclose. Is it a monster? Like what? What are you seeing in your nightmares? Like, what is the what is the topic of your nightmares? It's generally, I I can't remember specifically. It's it's probably not monsters. It's more like social stuff like so something it's almost like real life but bad things are happening yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. have you ever killed someone in your dreams or anything like that guys yeah no I, we, we've talked about this i killed so many people in my dreams it's it's terrifying when it happens like you i i, I go through like you go the reality jail. of it like i'm I, I go to court i i'm, I'm in the back That's room really real yeah and because yeah. i've because i've because i've been like in, in the, the county court with with real people um that's the setting, like so I know. Oh, it. So that's it, too vivid. It feels really real. Like you yeah. go, you go down the lift and you go into little cells. The, nu- the number of people I've killed in my dream. I'm a dream serial killer. That's it's, awesome. The, yeah, if, if the dream world is real, I'm <laughs> I'm the criminal number one. Congratulations. Have you, I've, I don't know if I've told it on this podcast, but I had this recurring dream, and occasionally I'll still get it again. You know, people fall down cliffs and stuff, and they like, oh, fuck, I woke up. Yeah, you know yeah. those ones. I have a similar one where I get run over by a steamroller. Oh and really? My head it pops. My head, my because it gets me from my feet, and I can feel all of the blood go from my stomach to my lungs to my neck to my head, and then my head. That's the worst way for a steamroller to roll over you. Too. I know. It's, you the just way. go the other way. I'm so it's it's such a cartoon way to die as well. It's just ah, it's like something out of like <laughs> uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, I think that's actually how Roger Rabbit. Uh, that's, that's I think that may goes. be what that's happens in that. But that's uh, my head keeps popping up. I hope you're okay, Lucky. Yeah, I hope you're all right. No, no, like I'm fine, but it's it's just the, so you just, just shit your pants. You either you're either having nightmares like. or you're killing people. Like it's that's Wait, the other. But it just make it's like there's no reason for my sleep to be shit except there's I'm having these random nightmares and I'm like, why? Like what? What's the? But you yeah. don't really remember them. You just wake up in a sweat, going like, <gasps> yeah, and just in a bad mood. It's just like like you oh, right. just wake up like stressed, like oh fuck, that that was shit, and then it's hard, and then by the time you get out of it your body's like, oh, I'm awake now before you like, because if I go straight back to sleep, I go back into the nightmare. I don't know if that happens to you. No, guys. I've had that before. I feel like if I wake up though and go back to sleep, I have some, a bit more control over the dream because I'm aware that it was a dream. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you get that, when you wake up and you're like, oh, okay, that was a dream. I can, I can just push it in a different direction. Like if, as soon as I get too lucid, my brain's like, all right, time to wake up. Yeah. And then my sleep paralysis kicks in. Oh yeah, and that's, that's yeah, like, do you get that? sick. <laughs> I still want to experience sleep paralysis. I reckon that sounds like a riot. man. You should try. You should attempt lucid dreaming because that brings on sleep paralysis. Wait, I did is, a, it, is it a sleep, process to lucid dreaming? Sleep, yeah, yeah, sleep yeah. on your back. That that triggers it for me. There's one one because well, I tried it back in the day and it sort of worked. Um, but what they suggest is to do what they call reality checks in the middle of the day. So it's like every couple of hours. Do stuff like just look around and be like, "Oh, am I in a dream?" Or like one one thing I've never tried this, but one thing is to count your fingers. So it's like every couple of hours, just count your fingers, and once that's a habit, you'll start to do it in your dream, and then you'll realize, "Oh, I'm in a dream," 
and then things get real fucking wacky because like you're aware of it. it yeah, right. hundred percent works. I I tried it once when I was younger. Fucking reality check. Reality check. <laughs> it's a fucking reality check. Just do it. Man, that might be a healthy thing to do anyway, just a reality <laughs> check. Just where am I? What am I doing right now? Over me it's like, how many fingers am I holding out? Mark's always counting his fingers. It's like, why are you counting your fingers, mate? Because like, I want a dream. I want a dream. Okay. No All right, dramas. let's move on. Let's Enjoy move the on. rest of the train ride, mate. Uh, next one. I have a blind neighbor, and I made the mistake of giving him my phone number so that I could give him a ride in the future if he ever needed. That's a nice thing to do. That's a nice thing to do. Um, then the phone calls came and never stopped. When I gave him a ride, he would ask for various detours. I'm very calculated by nature, but if he had told me beforehand where he wanted to go, it would be cool, but no. We'd be driving along and he'd throw in two or three extra places on each ride and it came to be like nearly every day that he wanted rides. And he'd call me to remind me to give him a ride, not that I was late or ever backed out. Um, finally, I had enough, so I gauged how blind he was. Uh, his response was that he was blind as a bat. A week or two after he said that, I told him I had a job interview in the next city. Uh, a week after that, I told him I got the job and was moving away in a month. After I moved away, it was strange as hell walking by him in silence <laughs> as he stood on the sidewalk. <laughs> Love the pod boys. Keep up the good work. That is a great way to do it, by the way. Is that real? That's so good. <laughs> he can probably still smell you though, mate, because their senses get hot. Oh, man. I, I saw someone posted, posted something about this on TikTok and they were asking this question. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what the answer is. How do blind people know when to stop wiping their ass after they take a shit? Oh, they must just—you you must just have to smell it or something. You just must well, they probably don't. They probably don't know. There's probably a little crusty down there, right? So that's just for every blind person. That's how it is. They might have to time it with a shower or something. Yeah, be good if they you might overcorrect. You just fucking. I you'd, think learn, you'd learn a process. Someone would teach you a process. Uh, yeah, exactly. So they probably use wet wipes and all that sort of shit to make the process a little easier as uh, well. But okay. I think also that maybe because they don't know that they have to know that's that's bliss as well. Like they don't know how filthy an asshole can get. Yeah. They haven't seen what we've seen either. They, they just like, go three wipes and you're out. And they're like, yeah, we're done. And they've just got a little bit of poo in their pants. But that's fine. Because they're probably blind. Fine. We probably we do as fun. well. Sometimes and if people are like some... walking around, like screwing their face up because they're walking through the street and there's a little like hint of shit, they're just probably like, oh. they don't even see that. Like they, they've got no dramas. Yeah, but their their sense of smell would be heightened, wouldn't it? Isn't so that then, was that a myth? Is that a thing? Yeah, no. I, was, that, that, I think that is. I think that's kind of false. That, that like you're sitting. They don't become. That's like daredevil. It's, have you ever been with someone <laughs> that fucking that closes their eyes when they eat because they reckon that if you close your eyes when you eat, your, your taste buds get heightened? I wouldn't hang around that. Did you did you see that guy that? This was this is insane. Did you see that guy who can ride a bike blind and he does it by like clicking, like making little mouth clicks and he uses the echolocation. That's like a, a lie. He's blind as a bat. And he's blind as a bat. It's That's not real. It's real. I don't believe it. I mean, I don't know for sure. If that it's sounds real, fucking, that sounds so, so stupid. We, we learned about it at school, but, <laughs> but it could be one of those things that the teacher like found a fun fact and told the class. Yeah, right. But I choose to believe it. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. It's more fun. There's no, there's no way. No fucking way. Not on a bike. Maybe if you're walking in like a fucking. I'm gonna look this shit up. Yeah, oh, yeah don't look be traveling at velocity. Eh? Sorry, I didn't you're mean right. to shut you down. No, no, no. That's a fucking lie. That's a fucking. I love get it. it. Get him. Miss McKenzie told us this in psychology. So I'm. Miss McKenzie was a bitch. Miss Miss Mac would oh, never. Nah, she was. Right. I liked nah, Miss McKenzie. Right. She was. Right. She was our coordinator, wasn't she? No, 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 no. no. Oh, I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah. Okay. She, she put out. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, I've got the, the I've got, no, I've got, she, that's a theme at Ballarat. I was going to say, <laughs> it is a theme at Ballarat. 
Um, do you remember when teachers just used to like get into relationships together and how fucking hilarious that was? Yeah, we had one that um, they had to they she had to announce it as well. She was like, because um, we were all making rumors about how they were fucking each other in the staff room, and like, <laughs> you know, you make all those. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. He fucked her on the washing machine in the home ec room. Um, <laughs> And then she had to like, she was like, she was sick of the rumors. So she sat down the whole class and she was like, does anyone have any questions that about me and Mr. Hunter? <laughs> and like, everyone, really no one said that. anything. Yeah. And then one of the boys was like, yeah, yep. <laughs> you guys don't know what? And she yeah. was just like, yes. <laughs> and then everyone was just like, oh my gosh, she sucked his dick in the home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was true. Every rumor was fucked. <laughs> it was such a bad tactic on their behalf. Um, how, how'd you go like I'm going to start reading this last one out here but yeah okay so it says a fully blind man rides his bike in traffic and becomes dead a real life Batman um, apparently, it's, the apparently it's true right. I don't, I see, I don't let's know let's just say it's true let's just say it's true uh, we're being facetious we're, we're, yeah we're, I'm just being a dick it's true until it's proven false Lockie you're right uh, anyway, so this is the There's one. A I, lot of articles about it. I had to maybe, okay, but this is it. a different man to the one I saw. So maybe it's a thing multiple blind people can. Maybe do. they do get powers. It's not true unless it's reported by TMZ. That's either. it. That's so true. Anyway, this know. is this is the big one, boys. Uh, I had to cut this. I had to cut this down a fair bit. So apologies for whoever wrote this. I just had to make it readable. Uh, but here we go. Uh, so to set the scene, a few years ago, me and my two mates were looking to go on holidays together. We booked a trip to South America to cook ourselves silly. Uh. Our first stop was Mexico. Uh, after a few days of partying and sightseeing, we went for dinner at a restaurant where we were greeted by the owner. After a little chit-chat about our intentions for the holiday, getting fucked up on bags, uh, he offered us some Colombian marching powder. This is where the holiday really starts to turn up. Every night we were having the other tourists and hostel workers party back at our smashing coke, ripping into the beers, going to the clubs and eventually coming back to ours again to get in the jacuzzi. Life was great. But one night things got very rowdy. I managed to pick up one of the Mexican girls working at the hostel bar uh, on one of the first nights and we were pretty much sleeping together every night after that. On our last night, we, were, we went super hard. We got back to the hotel. Everyone was fucked up and the only people left was me, the girl, her fat gay male Mexican friend and another French backpacker guy. Um, it was probably about 4am when we got back and jumped into the jacuzzi and the French guy says we should try and have a gangbang with the girl. Now I'm not into that funny business, but I was super fucked up at this point and thought, fuck it, why not? I'm on holidays. Copy that Frenchie. So we asked if she was keen and she said yes. I started kissing her while the Frenchman was sucking her tits. This went on for a while, standing knee deep in the jacuzzi. She's pulling our dicks at this point and it's about to get hot. I was thinking to myself, how fucking crazy is this? I can't wait to tell the boys. Uh, fuck it felt good. It felt too good. I looked down and realized that it's not the girl pulling me off. It's her fat gay Mexican yes! friend sucking me off. Oh, nice. I jump back and freak out and he's like, wait, what? We're all friends. Do you like it? I answered, like it. I fucking love it. I love it. I let him have his fun, but I called it off after and went with the girl back to my room. I never told anyone this story, but apparently the guy working the counter on night shift at the hostel saw everything and we had a good laugh about it the next day. Good on you, mate. Holy fuck. I reckon that is the best confession (laughs) we've had. This entire run. That has got it. That's the gold fucking medal. That is new, the new gold standard of confession. <laughs> that is amazing. That is a fucking ripper. It had a great ending because it, it wasn't like he was like, oh, and then it was like, oh, no, it was like, because it, it would have been, you know, funny enough if it was an unexpected blowjob. 
the fact that he went with it. Well, that's the confession part, I, isn't I, it? Yeah, really, that, like that's, that makes it a confession. He was like, you know what, this is all right. Beautifully done as well. Dropped the uh, and the you know and the fat friend and and you, the Mex and the the the, the French backpacker. The, you thought that was the key player it, here. Yeah, nah, yeah, no, yeah. forgot he, about the fat. The fat friend. Yeah. He he did get a little too specific for me. I was like, okay, this guy's coming back. I I think I, I, reckon I, I cut this story down by about fifty percent. I reckon <laughs> I had to like really, I had to really work to shave this one. Editorialize. Down. Yeah. Well, it's 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 honestly, it's not just the best confession we've ever gotten on this show. It's the best story to have ever come out of South America, <laughs> to be honest, because that place is a fucking shithole. Clearly, I did it wrong, because um, that sounded fucking awesome. Going to tell the restaurant and then just chipping off. Some fucking cocaine for them. That, is, that is fucking awesome. Is that the last confession? That is the last confession. And I tell oh, you what, that's boys, a good one. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. We only got one mailbag this week, so I'm not gonna go to the music. We're not gonna cut out because everyone was sending into confessions. So okay, um, I'll just read the last mailbag out for the uh, for the day. Oh, we're not uh, gonna have the mailbag music. No, no, that's okay. We're gonna change it up. Have we ever done that before? I don't think we've done a single podcast without the mailbag. Or do you want to do that? All right, let's do the mailbag music. Do you want to do the mailbag music? Everyone yeah. loves the mailbag music. All right, let's go. Time for the Stepmates Mailbag! You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail! See, that's better. That's right. That's the Stepmates Mailbag. <laughs> it's going to be so short. We've got to play the out- outro music as well. We'll go right. straight into it. What's the question? Uh, hey, guys. My highlights are definitely the bunch of cunts and also Jim's fan mail the other day. Everyone loves Jim's fan mail. Everyone loved that little fucking porn story about. Well, you, you cunts have to write it in. We're not making up our own fi- fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to write. you got to write more. <laughs> Um, God damn, I pissed myself. Anyway, have you ever thought about making a compilation of Bunch of Cunts? Maybe you could call them Bunches of Cunts. It'd be the perfect podcast to listen to while working out or prepping for a romantic evening. Thanks, Rich. I agree, Rich. I agree. 100%. That would be the perfect uh, <laughs> entree for a romantic night out. I maybe agree. we should do a YouTube compilation. So which you're is going to chop, chop that up? Yeah, maybe not. Who wants to, um, <laughs> who wants to do that this weekend? Look, uh, who, yeah, I'm who's busy. got nothing on? Who's, who's not busy, busy this weekend? Who wants to do that? Anyway, play the outro music because yep. I just want to go straight into it. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. A one-minute mailbag, boys. We had to get in and out within a minute. Everyone loves the music. Record pace. So Everyone loves good. it. It was good. But um, I appreciate that Rich likes bunches of cunts. Um, Thanks, Rich. And it is, it's, is it bunch of cunts or cunces or is it bunches of cunts for you guys? What's it's probably bunches of cunts. You like bunches of cunts? Oh, it's like plural. Because have you heard of like... Um, I know, in me, in my head, it's bunch of cunts, but then with the... If there's... if you, How do you talk about it with multiple of those? I say I say bunch of cunts, yeah. Oh, it's like a singular... Yeah. Plural, yeah, right. So, if you do a bunch of cunts this weekend, what are you going to do? What about all of the other bunches of cunts? See, I, I do yeah, say bunch bunches, right. bunches I mean, of it cunts. is your segment, so... It's hard, it's hard. It's kind of like, you know, Governor General, like the it's, um, plurals of Governor Generals. Mm. It's not Governor Generals, it's Governor's General or something, I think. Yeah, right. It's very strange. I, I don't know, plurals plurals throw me around the bend a little bit, boys. I'm not sure about it. But oh, there was actually one legal question. I don't have my phone. I'll put oh. it in next week's bag. Oh, was, no, no, play the music again. No, 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 no. Well, we'll leave it for next week. Uh, it was a legal question. It was based on my question about... Uh, how a private organization could send you a fine. No, you let's, fine. let's yeah, go right. back into mailbag. Let's not, we're not going to play the We're not going to go back into I'm mailbag. just going to save it to next week because, uh, look, to be honest, mailbag was pretty thin. We need to make sure there's at least one for next week. Australia it, Post are fucking struggling at the moment. They need to fucking pick up their fucking, need to pick up their standards a little bit. It's absolutely appalling. Get it together, Australia Post. Because, um, yeah, the mailbag has been overwhelmingly thin. 
But that may also just be no no one wants to fucking hear what we have to think uh, what we think about a particular thing. They just want to get some confessions off their chest, mate. So, That's it, yeah. As long um, as one of them is filled up, I don't mind. As long as we've got something in some of them, hundred percent. Yeah, we'll make sure you um, do something though. And I, I was gonna do I was gonna do bunches of cunts uh, or bunch of cunts this week, but uh, we've we've kind of run out of time, boys. And I kind of don't want a sour and otherwise happy podcast. I want to sort of. Would it be okay if I if I skipped over bunches of cunts, or do you want me to do it? Can I, can I do a little mini one? You can do one. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, it's very small. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Lachlan Wilson. People who, when you go to high five them, clasp your hand instead of just. Slapping it are a bunch of cunts. Okay, I like that. That, that that's all. That's all I have. That's, about it. I've played the intro music already, Lucky. So you better you better expand a little. Well, bit. Well, it, it, it's when you like just go to like you know give someone a little slap. Like say when I used to play indoor soccer, I used to play with this Irish guy, and whenever one of us would score a goal, I'd you know just go to give him a little like little tap with my hand, hand to hand. And he'd always grab my hand in like a weird half handshake. And I'd be like, I don't know, like, do I, we just sort of like squeeze hands now. Like, and it it happened the other day when I went to high five somebody and they grabbed my hand and it just was this like awkward moment of like, we're just holding hands now and it it doesn't feel right. And I I don't like it. And it's making me uncomfortable. You're a bunch of cunts. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Lachlan Wilson. They are a bunch of cunts, I agree with that. Um, and it, I think it's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fuck up. I'm a bunch of cunts for this. Holding out my fucking fist when someone's going out to give me a handshake or a fucking high five. I, will you, fi- I have noticed you do that, but I prefer that to the hand squeeze when it's yeah, just meant to be a high wrong, five. I, you know what? I do it every time because my... I, I'm a big fist bumper. Like I'll definitely, I'd, I'd much prefer to do that than high five, and I much prefer to fist bump than shake hands. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like, unless we're in a sales, you know, thing, or I'm trying to get a deal over the line, or you know, this, I'm congratulating you on something. Like it, it like you got to mean something with a handshake. People are just like, hey man, I just saw you five minutes ago. Handshake again? That pisses me off. Handshake, overused handshake. Yeah. Really, they're a bunch of cunts. But I'm a big fan. I, I, and the thing is, I always fuck it up. Because I'll always do the thing, uh, hold out my fist, and then I'll see their hands open, and I'll go, ah, fuck. And then I will then open my hand. But they'll close their and hand. They close their fist, and then I grab their <laughs> fist, and it's just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I can never, ever think on the spot, and just I've got it, I've got to, I've got to pull it together. I reckon you need to be more visible with your bump, because it's quite low sometimes. So you, when when I come in, the eye line's not at your fist bump until it's too late. So if you just come in like like yeah, oh, they might think you're gonna hit me. That's what the show's all about, boys. It's all about personal growth. That's it. It's all if anything, we're a self help <laughs> podcast. I'd say. And I, I gotta tell you, boys, I do have it. I do. It's a it's it's a fired up bunch of cunts. It 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 really is. Deserves um, its own episode. I, I just think I, I just think I I like I'll give you blokes a look at the size of it, uh, and it's still not it's not like whole words, but that's the. 
That's where it starts. Bunch of cunts, and then it goes all the way down. Oh man, that's there. Uh, that's so probably that's the I mean. longest one. I might have to get in there and do some editing again. I think. <laughs> well, mate, I'm telling you, when you when, when you hear it, you'll be like, ah, I understand now. Like it's a myriad of people, uh, all in this story, or all in this bunch of cunts. It's a, I basically take down maybe. 11 different groups of people. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, in this bunch of cunts. It's insane. Uh, That's all right. So this, this could be your all mag- of magnum them. opus. Not really. No, it's not going to be. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bizarre one. But I do. I want to be able to, I want to be able to do it in next week's episode. I don't want to, I don't want to detract. We've gone long this week, this week. Uh, and we've, you know, talked about the engagement. I just want to keep it happy this week. Right. I'll do a big bunch of cunts next week. We'll start it's it early. We'll start it early. And just let, just to let you know, it's going to fest up for the next the next fucking seven days. It's really going to fucking... It's, it's going to marinate. It's going to boiling point. But, uh, it's going to be good. All right, boys. Is that it? We got anything else? Anything else to report? Any uh, any other... Any Code Browns anywhere else? No. If you're a nurse or in the healthcare sector, I'm sorry. But get back to work. And Lockie? Do we... Uh, is, get is, back. There, is there still a toilet paper shortage? I hope not. It's Code Brown. I hope not. There's a meat shortage, which is probably going to cause a shit sto- shortage. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be. A, it's a nightmare. I shit more when I just eat veggies. Really? I reckon. Is this the apocalypse? What's happening? No, it's it going, the cases like were down. Moment. Cases were down today. We're fine. So it's only twenty thousand cases or something. Oh, until wow. the next, wow. until the next one comes. You know what's funny? And I know we got to wrap this up, but. When when there was like five hundred cases a day, they're like you got to be terrified. There's five hundred cases a day. Yeah. Now there's like twenty thousand, and you, you again you look out the window and it's just crickets, and you're like, well, it's the same thing. Why was I afraid of like yeah. five hundred cases a day or a thousand cases a day? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing S- matters. Still haven't caught it because I'm immune. No, nope. I reckon. Touch wood. Touch wood. I reckon. All right, let's get I out of here. Let's go. All right, that'll Fuck do him. us, boys. Uh, for the good kinds of supporters down on Patreon, we'll be on. Friday? Friday. Friday is the new day for Patreon podcast. We're doing it every Friday, every fucking Friday. And uh, I think we're going to we're locking in on Tuesday for the freeloader podcast as well. But for all you good cunts that support us down on Patreon, we'll uh, we'll have a chat to you Friday. Might but for the rest of you freeloaders, we'll see you on Tuesday, Loggy. Couple of beers next Friday, I reckon. Couple Back of knockoffs. Home. The knockoff podcast. Let's tip a few in. Let's get loose. Let's get a bag. Let's microdose um, LSD. Let's do something. We're going to tell the bag story next week too. We'll tell the bag story next week. We've got a bunch of cunts next week. <laughs> it's all happening. We got a big fucking freeloader podcast next week. <laughs> extra crammed with extra fucking extra value. Uh, enjoy it, you good cunts. Have a good weekend. Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>